All right, episode 75, Mainline Marlins podcast. I got a special guest, Jose Malia from Biscayne Bay Brewing Company, an up-and-comer, but even bigger with the Marlins. We're going to talk about that in a second. Um, quickly, I just want to talk about the disappointing loss last night. Yimmy Garcia comes in the bottom of the ninth. We've got the game in hand, 5-3, to three, and then it just exploded from there. So That's always tough. Six out of seven uh, losses, uh, five straight. Uh, hopefully we're going to get back on the win in the win column going against the Pirates. The lowly Pirates have only won 20 games this season, uh, so we should be able to catch at least three or four while we're there. And then we got to go fly back to Boston to make up that Sunday game Jeez. that got rained out. And I we'll think they're back. doing 17 in a row with no breaks. That will be great. You know that that's something that I remember when we started working with the team this year. They they were letting us know that the schedule's somewhat. It's kind of backloaded a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for which sure. I think is cool. It'll yeah, make yeah. for a really fun summer for everyone here in town. Have the the team in town there's only one look in, the, in that division there's only one team over 500 so it's a right. bunch of teams scrapping beating each other up yeah. battling injuries which we battled the whole season uh fortunately tonight we got eliazar uh, hernandez back that's great been off for a while uh, on the il did some rehabbing up in uh, in jacksonville and now he's ready to go so glad to see him back one of the pieces of our original starting five that's uh, going to be ready to go tonight against the pirates so all right, Jose Malia. That'll let's talk good. about let's talk about Biscayne Bay for a minute. I think the story that I read was that you guys started local, the local in yeah. which is on what one fifty Geralda. Right, right. Personally, yeah, I started that restaurant. Yeah, and that was kind of like the tasting, the testing yeah. slash tasting ground. Absolutely, yeah. It was sort of my first foray into food and beverage, right into that right? space, and it was something that I really, you know, just like the brewery, it was a passion project. I I had a lived in D.C. for a while came back to Miami and really couldn't find a lot of places that had craft beer. Coincidentally, one of the spots that had a decent selection back then was the bar there mm -hmm. under all that been there yeah, forever. Yeah. And so I'd pop in there, have some great, you know, some of the old world beers some of the Belgians, the German beers, and right. even some, some domestic craft walking by one day, decided, you know what, I'm going to open a, a gastropub with a craft beer selection. And after a year of that, there were, there weren't any craft breweries locally open at that time. Mm -hmm. So, decided to start a brewery and and then right. you know sold the restaurant and moved moved on to the the beer business now you went did you didn't you do a, like a tour up in Stewart at Tequesta and, and yeah you, you know those their, guys I, were, those, were yeah phenomenal. I know I know some of those guys yeah yeah beer from Fran and uh and and his team they were amazing at that time a lot of breweries were going to them because they were one of the only open uh, right. tap room local craft breweries uh I remember trying their Kolsch which is funny because I I always wanted us to make a Kolsch so Right. Uh, the Chancellor's Colch, which I think they still distribute right. quite a bit. Uh, and it was just great. It, it 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 allows you to see. And that's something we do a lot with each other as breweries. We we support each other. We help each other out. I've had tons of young brewers and or entrepreneurs that want to open breweries come through and visit our spot. And even if they don't get to see it, I'll get calls all the time like, hey, we're thinking about doing this this way. You right. learn lessons in any business right. from the things, the mistakes that you make. So when you can share those lessons with others and help them not make them it's it's better for them and better for the industry right and usually some collaborations coming out of that out of those where you've we, got you yeah. know Tequesta with Biscayne Bay or right right we, we, we we've uh you know we haven't done a, a big collab we've been a part of a few like collabs for you know some fundraising events and charity type things uh but yeah I mean that's that's a great thing about it too when you can sit down and mash ideas up and take your approach to beer and, and their maybe nuanced approach to whether it's the way they 
handle hops or things like that. And right. comes out with a really cool, fun product. So. Right on. And it seems like since that time that you started, um, the Miami beer scene has evolved. Tremendously. It really has. There man. are a bunch and, of really good breweries around. And I still think that we're a young industry, even though we've been in it now for seven years, uh, nine years since we started the project, seven since we've been open. Uh, but I still think it's a young industry. I still think there's a lot of room for more local breweries. And we're starting to see that, uh, you know, Strange Beast out west is a really mm -hmm. cool project. Uh, they just opened another one. I don't know why the name skips me, but, you know, down the road from there, I think in Palmetto Bay area. Uh, and, and, you know, those little breweries that pop up in neighborhoods, I think is a big part of our of, of our future of our industry because right. it allows for customers to go find their local brewery. And once they fall in love with craft beer, moving away from some of the more, you know, traditional domestic beers, right. then they'll start to drink other uh, craft craft beers as well. So it's, right. it's, it really is a scenario where the rising tide lifts all boats. I think it's all about educating people because I think most people, when they think about craft beer, like, oh, it's going to be a bitter IPA, yeah, super yeah, right, hoppy, right. completely wrong. I love IPAs, don't get me wrong. Lived in San Diego for a lot of my oh, life. Man, yeah, I love West uh, Coast. Ground zero for IPAs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Stone and and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. Pizza Port had some really good beers. I love the Pizza Port. Yeah, yeah. That I, was every right time down I go from my house. Oh, man. Every time I go to California, I'm in Southern California, I try to find a Pizza Port. Right. What but for cool any concept. style, I don't care what, whether you like, let's say, for example, you like to drink Miller Lite. Yeah. Or, there is a beer that you're going to like. Absolutely. If, if you got the right bartender, the right person working at the tap room that can explain the nuances of that beer and why it's, why it's going to be more like what you enjoy. Definitely. Like and a Kolsch, is, for example, makes me is, think of that. Which, frankly, that's that uh, Marlins Lager is a Kolsch. And we had yeah. it out as a Kolsch in the market. And, you know, it was, it was one of those beers that sold when – when somebody bought it, they came back to it. It, was, it had the most amount, I think, of loyal customers – but people don't know what a Kolsch is. So when we were talking to the Marlins and we decided to make a, a beer for them, you know, they were more than comfortable with us deciding what we wanted to do. And we went with a Marlins lager, which mm -hmm. in essence is a Kolsch. It's right. a Kolsch style lager uh, that uses a very interesting process uh, with the yeast, which is unique to the Kolsch, right? But it gives it this awesome balance, great yeah. flavor, easy drinking. You know, it's very refreshing and it just has a nice sort of breadiness to it. Yeah, uh -huh. it's delicious. Yeah, it's and delicious, I've had yeah. it in the can, in the bottle, and in the big boy. Oh, cool! So you, yeah, yeah you, you've experienced you, the nineteen point two. Yeah, yeah. Which is what we have at the stadium, which actually was a, a neat project. I think we wear, we might still be the only craft brewery that has that size of of container because a lot of breweries don't get into stadiums, right? The right. big beer controls that stuff. It's almost monopolized, which it's not supposed to be. But right. thankfully, the Marlins were open to the idea of putting us doing a branded beer and then putting it in large containers. That puts it on right. the shelves inside the the stadium. That's one of the things about Lone Depot Park is that a, a lot of those restaurants are local. Like Pincho is in there, right. Mommy's Best Pizza. Yeah, yeah. so they want to keep a local vibe that makes it really all about Miami, which I think they're trying to move towards that. Rather than you walk in there and it's Chick Fil A and right. Popeyes or whatever, exactly. it's not Miami. Yeah, and it's you know I I'm surprised. I, I spend a lot of more time now at the stadium because of the tap room that we have there, the or the beer hall. It's a beer yeah. hall. And I talked to a lot of uh, folks that come in from out of town. A lot of people visit Miami to go to the games, which is pretty right. cool, and especially the day, the afternoon games. And they love that. They love yeah, the yeah. fact that they can try Novacento's, you know, steak sandwich or Miami's mm -hmm. best pizza or right. Pincho or, or Biscayne. Yeah. yeah, I think that is what you want the experience to be. And and for us locals, we want our favorites when we go to the game. Sure, right, sure. we're rooting for the team, but we want to be able to kick back an awesome, you know, refreshing local beer. Try out maybe a local uh, cocktail from a local, you know, yeah, yeah. spirit maker. And the same goes for the food. Coconut so. Cartel isn't those guys one? have been 
just crushing it over there. Yeah, that's yeah. the one thing that I see. I'm, and I'm like, man, that thing is, you know. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to take a date a to the game, yeah. you're going to the coconut cartel. They sell machine. a lot of frozen, uh, you yeah. know, what, uh, pina, colada, pina coladas and all that. Yeah. And whatever, Super cool. Runners, yeah. Whatever. yeah. Right on. So let's talk about the beer hall because that's my, when I get in the stadium, that's the first thing I'd go to. Which is super interesting. And and look, we we just being an entrepreneur, whether you're opening a local cafeteria or a large enterprise or 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 a, or a brewery, you've got to dream big, right? right? And when we started this this brewery, you know, of course, in my mind, I thought hopefully someday we could have beer in a stadium and then have a place where people can enjoy it. It's one of those really big you know, objectives or, or ideas that you dream up. And, you know, thankfully the Marlins were, were open to the concept. In fact, they were pretty proactive about wanting us to do it. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and we were then proactive and saying, okay, we're going to commit to it. We're going to do it. But it really is like a fulfillment of, of this vision where we can have a place inside a ballpark that people could come and hang out and drink beers. Uh, you know, obviously the, the branding opportunity of that is tremendous right? because right. they also put us up on the right field wall and they have little banners running around yeah, it, and I, I, Bay is everywhere it's, it there. really is you yeah. know and for a and small cool, brewery though. we are punching way above our weight in yeah, that yeah. scenario you go to ballparks across america and it's you know the big three right like yeah. you don't even get a shot and even some places that have what seems to be craft beer isn't really craft it's owned because, by the big ones yeah and it's it's made out of some big factory and their local brewery right. is no longer relevant you know and the and 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 Again, those are just things that happen in the industry, but to be able to be a local brewery, to have a presence and to feel the love, because that's what that's yeah. what's been really cool, especially in these last few months when when the when the team's been, you know, open, the ballpark's been open, to get the love from the fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Via Instagram and social, it's, yeah, it's yeah, been great. Yeah. I mean, you guys have been running some cool contests like at the beginning of the game, if people tag you or whatever, they get a hat. Yeah, we do the hats, we do the t shirts. These are some of the hats that yeah, we Yeah, and I'm gonna, we we're gonna made. do a we're gonna kinda do a co uh giveaway on on my mainline Marlins Instagram. We'll talk about that. Oh, in awesome, a awesome. But I gotta give a shout out to uh, one of the employees over there, Douglas, yes, who yeah. works at the at the brew hall. I love that guy. He's freaking on point. He knows everything about each one of those beers. Yeah. Even if you know you go up there and saying, "Hey, what do you what do you recommend?" and he knows the answer. Let me tell you that that was something also that we thought was great. Where the the team and their concessionaire, which is Levy, right? Mm -hmm. They took it upon themselves to want to learn the beers, and so we ended up creating, you know, a. a sort of mini training program, which is basically me or the brewer. And, and they, they were committed. Like they asked questions, they wanted to learn. And, and I hear that all the time from people. It's like, Hey man, you know, I got a great, great recommendation. I was looking for something, you know, uh, flavorful, but not bitter, but hoppy. And they're like, Oh, the pale ale, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is perfect. Miami pale ale, Miami pale ale. Yeah. easy drinking, great citrus aroma, but no bitterness and right. it moves, you know, great. Or they say, I love IPAs. Give me your, your, your most, you know, hoppy ipa and go, they tropical. do the tropical now this last week or two weeks ago when they were here for the i think it was the mets home stands mm -hmm. we launched our double ipa our regatta double ipa uh that's a beer that we've had previously and we finally put it in cans or we're gonna put it in cans in a in a couple of weeks that'll be out at some of the local craft All right beer, on. You know, what what's the abb retailers. on that and that is one it? is eight point two 8.2 and ibu's close to 65 Okay. So it's, it's, it's and, you know, and it is a West Coast style I, all right. double IPA. So if you like those West Coast beers, I do. yeah, where I this do. is Green more, flash, I know the, 
yeah, Green Flash was my yeah. favorite uh, brewery back in the day. Or good uh, Sculpin yeah. from Ballast Point. Yeah, the, another great one. But yeah, I'd say it's more like the Green Flash oh, yeah. uh, style. West Coast IPA. West Coast IPA, right. Right on. And so the Tropical, it's not even a New England. I really think our brewer wanted to make something that was representative of the South Florida right. you know, climate. So we, when people drink that beer, they always tell me, it's like a grapefruit. Yeah, I yeah. Feel like there's I, a I lot just, of florals too. There's a lot of that. Yeah. There's a lot of those citrus floral yeah. notes where the the double has more of the piney. Right. Resin. What you think about in yeah. the double IPA? And the double IPA, yeah. So right it, it's on. really cool. And and I think that variety. Even you know we have a lager and we also have a pilsner. We have our pastime pilsner. And at the stadium, we we see how how the product moves. And you know, there's sometimes when folks want to step it down a little bit. They're like, look, the lager is great, but I want something even lighter. I'm like, okay, well, there's mm -hmm. our our pilsner. Right. Uh, which is a different malt build. You know, people sometimes get confused or, or they, they assume that all lagers are the same, but they're not. Right. right? Uh, that all one, of, yeah. I mean, I love every one of them. They're super delicious. And what you had that porter there, is that still available? That's available or colada porter. Yeah, that, that one good. is going to be also in cans. I'd give it about two months before that one right. hits the market. But the colada porter, which is a. That's 100% Miami too. That one is too, because it's yeah, it's yeah. the colada, right? right. The, the colada that everybody wants to go to the store and share. And, right. You know, and, and it's got that really nice uh uh a coffee note to right, it. The right beer on. does and we did that through through the malt build just awesome chocolate and roasted malts right right yeah. on so the place you got the tap room out in doral so we are currently uh, the, that tap room is currently closed we are building a new facility and tap room in downtown Miami. Right, where you, the old post office. At the old post office right. which is actually on the cans anyone who buys our beer you'll see it and if you go to the stadium one of the coolest features that I think is a, is, is a lot of fun to stare at in the corner. There's a mural of the old post office with some iconic Miami imagery. Right. But we also snuck in there some, you know, Easter eggs, if you want to call them. Right. So if you look closely, you'll see some really yeah. funky There's things. There's some treasures in There's there. There's some treasures in there. So I see people drinking a beer sometimes in between innings, just staring into the into the mural. Oh, very But cool. our, our, the downtown post office for us was another project. So I'd say that's probably, you know, another big you know, idea project right. that we can go into a historic iconic building. And right. we have a, an amazing history to, to our downtown. Right. And right. a lot of, of, of us that grew up here didn't really know about it until we were much older. I happened to learn it just from being active in, in civil civic projects, mm -hmm. you know, as an adult, but that building was the first federal building, the first post office courthouse building. And, it was the where the National Hurricane Center was born. Oh wow! Which is kind of crazy that in the attic of that building was the first hurricane center in the 1920s. Wow. And 30s, and they there's an incredible amount of history uh, that relates to the big storm that came through here. That right. was a really fatal storm, but there's actually a whole historical record of how that building played a significant role. It, it's got incredible architecture. It's iconic. I love the fact that we can be in there on a third floor, and then there's an amazing restaurant and bar group that's taking over the rest of the building all right so we're gonna have a lot of synergy there will probably be around five or six concepts it's the folks from winwood that are the operators of el patio oh yeah very which is cool. a cool joint but they've yeah. got some really amazing ideas creative talent so i think our brewery in the third floor a really cool uh you know classic bar above us uh a, a mexican taco concept mm -hmm. uh mediterranean concept a healthy food concept and a, a lobby bar concept. Oh, right so, on. Are you yeah. guys going to do food there too? We're going to have some food similar to what we had in the Doral tap room, a lot of shareables, a lot of flatbreads, a lot of charcuterie. 
right. we're going to team up with like a really uh, major uh, Spanish charcuterie and cheese okay, uh, very manufacturer cool. that we're going to bring over and they're going to do one of their first. So we're going to get some jamón yeah. serrano. That's exactly and, right. right. And those are things that I think that's what's cool about Miami, right? As much as we have our own local fl flavor. We also do a great job of incorporating some international stuff. Absolutely. The, our, yeah, Absolutely. The, I mean, that, and I would think you probably have some uh, some of the flavors in the taste of uh, the local. Yeah, that, that was part of what I learned yeah. at the local. You know, the local had Nashville a, chicken, yeah. Nashville hot chicken. The Nashville hot chicken. The best had, thing on the menu. Yeah, we had a, a chef, Phil Bryan, who, who had an amazing pedigree of, of Southern food, and he did you know, some incredible dishes. Our first chef, Albert Cabrera, had an yeah. amazing pedigree himself, did some Cuban dishes. We had Vince at one point who had a really strong Asian background. And so all that, Andy Gilbert, another great chef, uh, British chef who, who brought a lot of his take and, you know, probably some of the best fish and shit, fish and chips that we've had. So I think that's what been cool. That was cool about that project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And doing the brewery, I thought, well, you know, let's let's do some of that, too. Let's, you know, let's focus on on making quality beer, classic styles, but also give everything a little bit of a, of its Miami essence and then incorporate some of these, you know, other influences that we have here, which is what makes Miami so awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. So Biscayne Bay, give me the next like uh year. What's, what are some of the projects? What's, besides what's the, yeah. besides the, uh, old, the old post, yeah, post downtown office. tap room is a big one. We are growing fast. I, you know, we've been also lucky to have incredible retailer support is one of our first, retailers that that brought us on was Milam's, right? Mm -hmm. And they gave us a shot yeah. when no one else would. After them, I'd say Total Wine has a great team down here. They did a great job of getting us on. Uh some of the smaller guys like Mendes Fuel that does a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. of 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 uh of sales uh and then Fresh Market Whole Foods. So we've had a lot of great places, but the Publix relationship was something that really took us to another level. So now we're available at Publix from Key West all the way up to Vero Beach. We're hoping eventually Jacksonville, Orlando, and the rest of the state, that's really fast-tracked the business in a way because you do a lot of volume. So the 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 Tropical IPA is one of their best-selling beers and competing oh, with all awesome. these national brands and all this other stuff across the state. That's awesome. So that's grown tremendously. Um, we think that that is part of our, you know, our, our hope to continue to grow the business through that volume. And then we do want to create more uh, taproom opportunities. And, you know, we're, we're looking, we have a, a, an opportunity at a really cool boutique hotel in Fort Lauderdale. Um, we're thinking about Jacksonville now doing something really cool up in Jacksonville in one of the, the, the fun neighborhoods up there. Very cool. Yeah. And, and the Miami heat actually brought us on as a, as a partner this year. And obviously they had some really tight restrictions on seating, Absolutely. but we're excited about next season when, you know, the tropical, the pale, and some of the other beers will be available there. So. Right, right. Then then you also did a uh, beer for the Miami FC. The we did, and that was, a, that was a really fun project that was short-lived, unfortunately. Uh, but, you know, listen, sometimes there's things that are out of your control, and you just got to stay stay focused, keep plugging away. We hope that someday every major sports team in South Florida has craft beer right, in, their, in their venue and, and isn't driven by, you know, some of the other factors of big beer that, you know, tend to right. – to get in the way. But in our case, look, we, we are super fortunate to have uh, a great team that makes a great beer, a great team that loves to sell the beer. That's super passionate about sales. Right. And, and then, and then just awesome fans, right? Like that's really what it's about. At the end of the yeah, day, yeah. the product's got to be good. And it's really the people that drink it that are the ones that drive. We don't have big marketing budgets or anything like that. Right. So really the word of mouth and the social media and, you know, the team activations, those are the things that, that we rely on to, right. I, but I think, man, your connection with sports teams has been like a big driver of that success yeah, to, a, absolutely. to a big degree because people that go to the ball game, they drink beer. 
They do. People that go to a basketball game, they yeah. drink beer. So yeah. if, if they like it, they're going to tell their friends about it. They're going to start buying it where they can at their local yeah. asylums or Publix or wherever. And then it spreads like wildfire. Absolutely. No. And listen, even, even changing into, you know, so I mentioned some big retailers and, but you know, one of the ones that this year decided to get really on board with craft and especially the Marlins lager, because they're also a partner of the Marlins was Sedano's. Oh, wow. And suddenly, you know, Sedano's took on a bunch of Marlins lager and they've sold it. And I mean, that's been so cool to be able to go to Sedano's where I shopped as a kid, right? Oh yeah. Where, yeah. where I never thought I'd see a, yeah. you get a, a, a president. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And all of a sudden it's like Biscay and Vape Marlins lager and it sold well. And, and you know, that's, I give them credit for, for taking the step. But I also think that, like you said, the, the Marlins opportunity, it's you know, monster. it opened yeah, that yeah. door for us. And, and, and it, yeah, as, as I think the summer goes on and they open more, allow more fans to get into the ballpark, it's only going to grow faster. Yeah. Look, and, and again, I, I think, you know, the ownership has been really positive, tremendously supportive. And I know it's a tough, tough business because you got to run a team and you got to run a business and you got to do right. all these things. But I, I feel like some of the things you mentioned earlier, that is what this fan base has been looking for for a long time. Right. Absolutely. So to see that you can go to the stadium, get your local beer, because frankly, they could have done this with anyone. They could sure. have gone with a, the biggest brewery. And if, frankly, they were looking for like the biggest, you know, investment, maybe it wouldn't have been us. But I really felt like they wanted genuine local yeah. craft beer that 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 also identifies with the local branding. And you see that with our our, our cans, our colors, our, our imagery. So I, I got to give them credit for that. But I, I think it's it's a partnership. It, it cuts right. both ways. They 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 give us the, the opportunity. We step in and now we got to deliver and make sure that we're we're creating awesome products and. Yeah. yeah, killer. Are there some styles that you want to do that you haven't done yet? There are like a goes bunch of styles. So yeah. I am a big fan of sour. So I'll tell you a story. When we started, our first beers were a saison, which I still love. Oh yeah, yeah Belgian uh, like farmhouse style. style. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's one of our best. I think my it, I you know even though we don't sell it out in the public right now because of COVID and other reasons, probably my favorite style. A pale, the the porter um the pilsner the lager and a lot of craft breweries don't focus on those kind mm -hmm. of beers today maybe because there's so many more early on it was heavy hops heavy heavy stuff then heavy fruit and and even the sour stuff and we wanted to start with those classic styles we did not make an ipa until the tropical ipa which came out like three years ago right so for right. the first four or five years no no real ipa you know uh and i think that that's for a reason i, I wanted to build the foundation with the classic styles mm -hmm. then introduce these other styles that i enjoy and that so many other people enjoy so sours for example right that's something we're going to do a lot of at the downtown right. location i gotta tell you a funny story about sours i remember the first time i ever had one so i was up in fort lauderdale and i there was a little market over there you had to go across the swing bridge yeah. and then and over the riverside there. riverside yep. market riverside yeah. market yeah. so that's a place where you could, there was like, I don't know Super how cool. wide big the coolers were, yeah. monstrous. And you yeah. could just go in there and have one, try different stuff. I'm like, what is that? And it, this is early on. This is yeah. like 2006. Yeah, they were early. They were there. Yeah. 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 So I get this sour and I taste it. I'm like, bro, I think this this beer is no good. I think it's bad. <laughs> He's like, bro, it's a sour. It's and I purpose. was like, I felt stupid, bro. Like, <laughs> no, I know. Yeah. yeah. But then yeah. I, then I, my palate, I developed my palate to like it. Yeah. You know, and the nuances of it and the different fruits that you can use, yeah. like guava and mango. Yeah, it's super it's, funky, right? And yeah. it, it, it's a great – and I love that, the, the creativity. the It gives you the ability to innovate, do some really cool stuff. And, yeah, I give those guys credit for, for being at the forefront of, of Fort Lauderdale. They actually then eventually uh, – I believe it's Julian, who's the owner there, yeah, teamed yeah. up with uh, Adam Fine, 
who was one of the real first distributors here of a, of beer through fresh beer. They were mm -hmm. the first guys I had craft. I used to buy from them. Right. Uh, eventually, he got out of the uh, distribution business, and they opened uh, a brewery in in Fort Lauderdale now. Right. Yeah. That's native very native cool. brewing. Yeah. Very and they cool. they're doing some cool beers there, which right is really on. cool. And it's awesome to see that right that you go from retail to you know the opening your brewery and and we need more of that. I think right there's on. room for a lot more breweries. So I'm always a fan of encouraging people to to do it so give me an eta on when you think the post office place yeah, is gonna so open because i'd love to come down there and shoot a live show we should do it yeah we should do it we could even do it like while a grand it's, opening it's fairly built it's you know com almost completely built out and like everyone who's opened the business here in, in south florida uh the challenges of permitting and and inspections and that kind of stuff that's kind of the phase that we're in now uh hopefully we're done with that in the next 60 days okay and so by the end of the summer i think we'll we'll be we'll be able to open the building might actually activate prior to that and then in the next 12 to 18 months the entire building will have all the venues open so we're 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 shooting for that i think downtown needs it you know oh, downtown absolutely. is 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 going through a real re revival if you want to call right, it renaissance right yeah a renaissance and and i think a lot of potential for many many years it's finally coming um you know once people start coming back into the buildings we have a ton of residents down there it's going to create a lot of demand for you know fun uh food and beverage establishments restaurants breweries there's a couple of really cool bars already right that are on. open so right on. i think it's going to be a neat a neat experience for people that, that are going to be surprised you're like wow downtown miami yeah yeah it wasn't the, it wasn't where you thought about going when you wanted to go grab a beer or get a, right. get a bite yeah plus it's still going to be baseball season maybe when it's, when it's i think open. it will be yeah, yeah i yeah. think it will be and if we make the postseason even better yeah, yeah. we're looking forward to that i think yeah. we will so super you know, excited yeah. so look my guest today jose malia from biscayne bay brewing company i love your oh, stuff thanks, man Tom, i'm yeah. so glad you were able to come in finally right. today uh later on today i'm going to do a instagram contest cool uh, get people to follow both of us and yeah, definitely, and, man. And follow this game, yeah. Tag yeah. some friends, and we'll give away uh, a couple six packs and and some hats. Do it, do the it. The ones that I'm not going to take. Exactly. I was going to say you, you you probably should keep these, but if you, <laughs> if you get a lot of uh, engagement, yeah, the contest, well, we'll, then I will. We'll, I'll bring some more. You know, yeah, absolutely. We're happy. We love doing that stuff. So. Absolutely. Right yeah. on, brother. Awesome, I wish man. you all the success in the world. Thanks, man. everybody. You know that's that's out there. You know how to find us. Follow us. Send us messages. We love to engage and interact. Absolutely. So feel free to send send stuff our way, and we'll let everyone know when downtown opens, so we can do the show. Over I can't there. wait to do yeah. it there, buddy. Very cool. All right. Yeah. Great thanks, time, man. man. Episode yeah. seventy five is in the books. Let's flip the M tonight, boys. Go fish. All right. Preview.